0: Today's episode is brought to you by Podcast Pipeline. We'll take care of all your podcast production so you can focus on your business. Visit us at podcastpipeline.com. Here's the question. Are you a business owner wanting to grow your business, but you're struggling with how your podcast can help? Well, welcome to the show that's about to change all that. I am your host, Cliff Dubenois, and in this podcast, we're taking the problems of podcasting head on. Entrepreneurs like you will share their strategies, tactics, and tips that they use every day with their podcast to make it an effective marketing and revenue tool in their toolkit. Welcome to Entrepreneurs on Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Cliff Duvenois, and this is going to be episode number 25. So I have a small confession to make. I wasn't actually going to record this particular episode. Over the last few weeks, there's been a lot of things that have been going on in my life. Uh, Some of those include uh, some family issues. Uh, I was having some internal blocks that I was trying to work through Uh, in my business. We had just launched this new service, so we have been working very hard to try to get new clients. And on top of all of this, I decided to be absolutely crazy and bump up our release schedule to start doing three episodes per week, which is more work for me and more work for my team. Now, when it came time to do this particular episode here, I just couldn't seem to come up with a topic. Every time I would sit down and look at my screen and my cursor would blink at me, I couldn't make any ideas come out of my head. For some reason or another. And I would look at the show notes from previous episodes and trying to think about what I could what it is that I could talk about, right? What is it that's really important for me to get behind the microphone and be able to share this, you know, these wild words of wisdom, so to speak. And what I would do is I would stare at the screen for maybe five or ten minutes, and all of a sudden I would have all these little emotions creep inside of my head, and like, oh, you could be working on this, you could be working on that. So I said, you know what, I'm going to bump this off until tomorrow. Well, uh, there's a problem, because yesterday I realized there were no more tomorrows. Today was the day that an episode was going to be released, Now, this is exactly the reason why I tell my students in my Podcast Accelerator Challenge class that they really need to have episodes recorded and in the can, so to speak, making sure that they never find themselves in a position where it's the day before or the day of an episode is to be released and they don't have anything ready to go because then that puts all kinds of pressure on them. Well... I still didn't have an idea yesterday, and a good friend of mine, Charles, called me and said, hey, why don't we uh, why don't we get together and we'll have uh, dinner and a couple drinks? And I thought, you know what? This will be great. It'll give me a chance to, to get out and kind of clear my head a little bit. Now, Charles is a good friend of mine, and a lot of the times when we get together, we'll talk about business-centric stuff, and I really do appreciate his keen insight into so many of the things that I'm having to deal with. And I thought, you know, he actually might be able to help me out. If I explain to him what my conundrum is, maybe there'll be some words of wisdom, some brilliance that will come out of his mouth that will inspire me to sit down and come up with an episode. Well, he had nothing. (laughs) And at that moment when when he and I were talking and he said, yeah, I kind of don't have any, any ideas for you. I just decided, you know what? I've got, a, you know, I've got all these interviews in the can, ready to go. I will just reschedule one of those interviews to come out in the place of my solo episode for number twenty-five. Now, this means that I would skip doing a solo episode, and I've committed to doing a solo episode every five episodes because this really does give me an opportunity to explore a particular idea and to really flush it out. And so that's why I made that commitment. But it looks like for this particular time here, that wasn't going to happen. And I will admit I did feel a twinge of guilt because it kind of, in my mind, felt like I was breaking a commitment. Right? I committed every five episodes to doing a solo episode. Well, as it got time to for the end of dinner, uh, my buddy Charles, he said, hey, what are you going to do? And I, and I just told him, I said, you know, I'm just going to release Uh, An interview episode and just skip the solo episode altogether. And he kind of laughed. He's like, man, don't give in. Think of it as a challenge. Well, whenever somebody says the word challenge to me, for some reason or another, it trips a wire in my head and I have to do something about it. So I get into my car and I'm driving on the way home. And I started really reflecting on everything that had happened over these past few weeks that put me into this position where I didn't have an episode ready to go. Because this is a common thing among podcasters out there. We get ourselves into this position where we've got an episode to produce or whatever, and even the best of us have been there, where we just didn't feel like doing it, or we didn't have an idea, or whatever it is that we wanted to start blaming on other people. Well, it reminded me something that I heard from Mel Robbins and something that she talked about uh, a while ago. Now, Mel Robbins, she's a multi-New York Times bestselling author. She's a motivational speaker. And when it comes to uh, making decisions, uh, here's something that's interesting that she had to say.
1: Researchers at the University of Waterloo and the University of Michigan have studied how people make decisions, and they've discovered something really interesting. If Your friend is facing a problem. When you have to make decisions on behalf of your friend, you tend to think from multiple perspectives, you think about multiple outcomes, and ultimately you make a much better decision. What they found in research though, is if they put you in the exact same situation, facing the exact same thing that your friend is, you're not able to be so objective because you're emotional and you don't make that great a decision. What's the conclusion? Well, when you make decisions for other people, you're great. When we make decisions for ourselves, decisions that can be emotional, we're not so good at it.
0: Now, I want to hone in on something specific that she said. People don't make the best decisions for themselves because there's an emotional factor that comes into play. Now, when I think back over the last few weeks of what was going on, there was definitely a lot of different emotions that were happening in my life from being stressed out to feeling overworked. And then, you know, on the flip side of the coin, you know, I was having several meetings with with potential clients. And so I was like feeling like really, truly alive. And for some reason or another, when it came time to do the podcast, I just punted the ball. You know, I had all these range of emotions that were going on and rather than just stand up and say, you know, I'm just going to do something. I decided to punt the ball rather than tackle the issue head on. So if, according to Mel and all of this research, if we don't make the best decision for ourselves because of this, you know, emotional play that comes into effect, then how can we make better decisions, right? Because people make good decisions all the time. So how can we make better decisions? And this is when Mel came out with something that I thought was really interesting.
1: This is when the power of objectivity is really important. Pick somebody that you really admire. I mean, it could be somebody like a Bill Gates or a Richard Branson or an Oprah Winfrey or maybe you have a mentor. And stop yourself and ask, what would Oprah do in this situation? What would Richard Branson do in this situation? What would your mentor do in this situation? Bringing that level of third-party objectivity will yank you out of your body and your emotions and it will help you give yourself the perspective that you need and the distance from your emotions so that you can actually assess your options and make the best decision for you.
0: Now I have often said that I would really like to be the next Larry King. I think it's awesome that he can sit down with anybody and have a conversation and ask them really good questions. So when I take a step back and say okay, let's approach this from a third party perspective, What would Larry King do if he were in my shoes? I mean, would he call up the network and say, hey, you know what? I couldn't come up with any ideas for tonight's show, so I'm just not going to do it. (laughs) Uh, No, he wouldn't do that, right? Contractual agreements and plus, you know, his reputation, all this other stuff. He would jump in front of the microphone and he would riff something out. Even if he had to sit there and look at the screen for an hour, he could produce something. but. Was it because he wanted to? Eh, maybe. Probably because he had to. So for me, all of a sudden, my head got screwed on straight because I realized that this was something that I had to do. It wasn't an option to punt anymore. So when I rattled it around in my head, I remembered that I was like, you know, this actually impacts one of the most important aspects of online marketing. That is consistency. Right. My decision to punt my episode off would obviously impact the consistency with the release of these episodes. And so I remembered a, a really good interview that I had with David Barnett, and he's the host of the Small Business Making podcast. Here is what he had to say about consistency. And I'll tell you the number one thing, the, the most important thing, no matter what you're doing, whether it's YouTube or a strictly audio podcast, is consistency. Um, you will get an audience of people who are looking for you. And I, I know this because I do it myself. There's a podcast that comes out every Tuesday, just after supper, my time. And there's one that comes out every Saturday morning before I wake up. And every Wednesday morning and every Saturday afternoon, I'm looking for those new episodes because I'm an avid follower of those two programs. And whatever your commitment is, whatever you've decided is your schedule, you need to stick to it and you need to be consistent. He's absolutely right. My audience is looking for me. That is so true. And when you're releasing these episodes, when you make these commitments and you don't break these commitments per what David was talking about there, this is how you grow your audience. And the importance of growing your audience means from your audience are going to come your clients are going to come your customers. So then I took a step back and I thought, you know what? Maybe I'm just making this too hard on myself, right? Maybe I'm making a big deal out of this. Like I'm, I'm thinking that I have to, you know, produce something that's like awe-inspiring and, you know, but it's going to make people go, oh my God, this is the best thing ever, right? Well, it reminded me of a conversation, something that Julie Traxler said. Now, Julie is the co-host of the Biz Quick podcast, and here's what she had to say about this.
1: And, and the one thing that we've been really good about since starting the business, SB Pace, is consistency on things, right? So when we commit to something, we figure out what that's going to look like long-term, and we are very, very consistent. And that consistency is so important, right? As. This is one of my favorite um, quotes from Tim Grover, where he says, winning is boring, right? It's boring. Like the act of being a successful business owner is boring. You're doing the same things every single day. You have to be really consistent.
0: So consistency, it's nothing that's glamorous. Actually, it's pretty boring. But you know what? It is showing up. And the more that I show up, the more opportunities that I can create for myself. My audience grows. They find me. They get used to these episodes that are coming out and these opportunities come only after a foundation of trust has been built. And for every episode that I produce and put out there, it becomes one more brick in that foundation. So now, as David pointed out, the more bricks in your foundation, the more your audience grows, the more your business grows. And from what Julie said, the more bricks that are in that foundation, the more success you will see. It's not exciting. It's not glamorous, but it's the consistency that moves your business forward. So just making this episode has been a very powerful reminder for me because in the online world, consistency is king. Showing up, playing the game, even if I don't feel like it, because you know what? If I don't show up, I can't win. And that's something that I refuse to tolerate. Thank you once again for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Hey, everyone. I want to let you know that enrollment for our free five-day Start My Business podcast challenge is officially open. If you're an entrepreneur and you're thinking a podcast would be a great way to grow your business, but you're not sure how to start one, then this challenge is for you. This challenge is designed by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Now, within the five-day challenge, you'll go from ground zero to having a fully operational podcast that you can use to start growing your business. I'll be sharing with you simple tips and tricks that took me years to learn that will prevent you from spending hours on one episode. Head over to startmybusinesspodcastchallenge.com or click on the link in the show notes down below. We'll see you there.